Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. It's me. It's your man, Roscoe. Today, it's just the two of us. We have another Irish video coming at you. Barry, how are you doing? Ross, I'm, I'm doing well. It's uh, The weather's back nice again in Dublin. Um, we're still banging out the podcast. Go we, on, Ronaldo. We felt like uh, we haven't done an, a rugby one in a while. And... Um, Today we decided, we were like, right, we're going to pick Irish, our, the Irish rugby team's greatest ever start in 15. Um, we had to see the, the sport term pro in Ireland in 1995. So uh, there's not a from huge... From then onwards. From then yeah, onwards. from then onwards. So there's not like a huge pool. Well, there is a big pool. But, um, it's 25 years. Like 25 years is a long time. If you were yeah. like to pick Man United's greatest team in the last 25 years, like, that'd be a long time. Yeah, true, yeah. True, yeah. But um, yeah, the, we did an Irish football one. That went. That did pretty well. We've also had like uh, Tommy Irish Bo. rugby legends on the show. Yeah, Tommy Bow. If you interested to see any of them get into the team, <laughs> <laughs> purposely don't pick them. But uh, we'll we'll actually make sure if you're watching now, we'll we'll make sure to link them three interviews at the very very end. So make sure to stick around. If you're enjoying the content, make sure to like, subscribe, and uh, let us know your start your best fifteen as well because uh, we're on the road to one thousand subscribers and uh, we really want to achieve that. But uh, Ross, we may as well start up at the very, very beginning. What way do you want to do it? Do you want to uh, do you want to name, pick one, two, and three the front row, or do you want to just go one by one? Uh, well, I think we'll go one by one. What do you think? I think it's better that way. Okay. Whichever way you want to yeah. do it. Go ahead. Uh, right. Well, starting off, number one, loose head prop, Keen Healy. Uh, 98 caps for Ireland, um, five tries, four Heineken Cups, three Six Nations, one Grand Slam, and one Lions Tour. You forgot, to mention the, sure. you forgot to mention the one time you went swimming with you as well. And went swimming on Christmas Day with me, the highlight <laughs> of his career. Um, I think like that's fairly self-explanatory. I think like Marcus Horn was sort of monster starting prop uh, along the time when uh, Keely came, uh, Healy came through and he sort of took his spot. But I don't even think it's competitive, to be honest. I think Keen Healy is the best prop, uh, lose head prop Ireland had ever. Yeah. He's also like... He's also for a while when he was getting injured, it looked like he was fading out, and then he's like come back even stronger. Mm. But um, I remember we were doing the, the Irish football stories, and uh, I remember I mentioned my stories with Paul McGrath and Roy Keane. But like, have you got any like stories? Because I'm sure some people are watching this all over the country or somewhere else, and they've never met Keane. What's what's he actually like? Uh, he's really, really nice. He's like into knives and coffee. But like, I remember being in primary school with them, and. Uh, the ball used to go on the roof. There was like a shed and the ball used to go on the roof. And someone had to climb up and uh, get the ball off the roof. And Keane Healy used to be able to like shoulder press someone like by their feet onto the roof. He, he, he was always a freak of nature. He was also like really into rollerblading as a kid as well. So like, there, there you go. Like, uh, if you ever see Keane Healy, you ask him if he's doing any skating recently. Yeah. Is it, did you foresee this career from? Like, I know obviously he was doing brilliant in Belvo and then really. Yeah. Was, he what was, a career. Like, what a career. He was always just like naturally the strongest person who walked into the room. I think he can bench over like two hundred kilos, and he was. I'm pretty sure he was the uh, Ireland All Ireland shot put champion as well. I think he just like right, I'll do the shot put too, and like yeah. then did that as well. Like he was, he's a monster. Yeah, it's sort of like a, don't you, you hear stories in the NFL, and you hear like the the players just coming through, and you're. It's just like he was well known. Um, my number one as well is Keen Healy. Like I mean, I just, I just. 
couldn't pick anyone. Man, I'll just watch you scribble out Marcus Horn. <laughs> I'll scribble out you, <laughs> the Junior Cup team. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so we go into the hooker. You go first this time, because I went first last time. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Keith Wood. Um, obviously, we'll have Rory Best there as well, but uh, Keith Wood, um, I think he was, he was like, like he was there to transition into professional. He's uh, one of Ireland's greatest air captains. Like what he's done. Well, was it was a European Player of the Year, a World Player of the Year? Mm, he was nominated for World Player of the Year anyway. Yeah, definitely. He was definitely up there. But uh, I actually have a funny story about him. He was uh, he does a lot of work with news talking, and uh, like you see him and you talk to him. He's actually very very sound. But uh, I remember one of the lads who just gave the shout out today for Chris's podcast, uh, Ben Ben Griffin. Right, <laughs> he swims for Ireland, but. Uh, <laughs> Keith Wood was getting interviewed and Ben walked right through so basically as if someone just put their hand over here and then he went nuts at Ben and then uh, I just couldn't stop laughing so there was cardboard Keith Wood went nuts on him yeah yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't picture it but there's a massive cardboard cutouts in the lockup of Keith Wood and I was like here Ben you probably want to bring that home I <laughs> <laughs> oh. went for Keith Wood what about yourself <laughs> I actually also went for Keith Wood uh, Keith Wood 58 caps for Ireland 15 tries. When Keith Wood retired, he holds the record for most tries out of any hooker in world rugby history. Uh, he also went on two Lions tours. and He also holds the record for um, most tries in the game by an Irish player. He scored four tries against uh, the USA in the World Cup. So, on the Keith Wood. Obviously, uh, massive honourable mention to Rory Best. Uh, great Irish captain. And I think we've sort of said it to uh, Tommy Bowen, and Andrew Trimble, his Ulster compatriots. And, uh, he's probably one of the most underrated players and captains that Ireland will ever have. Yeah. Also, uh, who knows how good Jerry Flannery could have been as well. Yeah. I, I think it's just if you, if you had all those players fit, you'd start Keith Wood. I think that's where what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we go for number, number three, Ross. I'm back in. Um, it is... The absolute ball that is Tyg Furlong. <laughs> uh, oh, see the see the way see the way I went the ball, John Hayes, and then oh, Tyg Furlong. Uh, Forty-four caps, five tries, one Hiding Cup, one Six Nations Grand Slam, uh, and a Lions tour, Lions tour uh, starting all three Test games. Uh, Tyg Furlong is one of the few people that Ireland have had who is the best player in the world in his position consistently. Uh, John Hayes I thought was an absolute great player he was massive fella he was yeah. second row originally moved into the front row and I just look at him and go he was great but Ty Furlong is world class and he's the best Ty head prop in the world and he, there's no one else that could have made this team I agree I have I have uh, the Bull Hayes here as number two as well but like it's, there's something about Ty Furlong the way he he's put in that bracket with like uh, Brian Driscoll and Paul O'Connell like just he could have played for any country if you were able to do transfers, you know? Yeah, I think any country would try and steal him. He's, he's that good. And I'll never forget, like, I don't know if you, you've seen it. Do you remember it's like Rampage and Run against New Zealand where like, you actually like pick people up, run with the ball, and just threw them down. I was like, he's unstoppable when he gets going. So uh, I'm just yeah. like, that's, that's, that's where it's at. Yeah. Right, Baz, yeah. g- give, me your, give me your second row there. Okay. Um, well, I ha- like the thing is, right, like obviously I pick Paul Connor, right? But um, I was like, who compliments him best? Uh, had like Malcolm McKelly written down just for like the extra bit of height. And uh, obviously James Ryan is just, uh, he's not, he hasn't 
he hasn't been there long enough to put him in like the greatest mm. ever. So I picked Donico O'Callaghan. Like I mean, just the amount of caps he had for Ireland. Uh, like he was a uh, team playing as jocks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. You, you, like you, you need a bit of camaraderie here as well, and then uh, also like they, like they played together with Munster. I mean, it, it just made a perfect partnership for himself. Yeah, uh, obviously I have Paul O'Connell, 108 caps for Ireland, uh, eight tries, two Heineken Cups, three Six Nations, uh, Alliance Tour, and the captain of Alliance Tour. Uh, Paul O'Connell would actually be the captain of my team here as well. Uh, there's no better leader than Paul O'Connell. Funny enough, I actually have gone for James Ryan as my no. second row. <laughs> he's, only, he's only 26 caps deep, so he's only about like 14 short of Tyke Furlong. Uh, I think he is one of the best second rows in the world. Uh, he's already scored three tries for Ireland, so he's only actually five short of Paul O'Connell already. Uh, he's already got a Heineken Cup and a Six Nations Grand Slam under his belt. Uh, he's probably a future Ireland captain. And Yeah, I looked at Malcolm O'Kelly. I looked at uh, Donald O'Callum. I even looked at Devin Toner because I think he's probably even underrated. And I went, they're all good, but if you're looking for a complete all-round player who puts in the tackles, makes the hard yards, brilliant in the line I think James Ryan ticks all the boxes. Oh no, yeah, that's, that's why I had to, to had to think about it. Uh, another story, James Ryan. <laughs> I was, I was out and out, uh, and Ireland just after one. I remember winning. I remember had a, I got a photograph of Reese Rudd, and I actually got one up on the action. But uh, I got into the, their party, and I was like, "All right, James." And then like he was so tall, and like he just completely blanked me. And I was really like, I was a bit freaked over that. But uh, I think I realised after a while that like he was, he was, he was celebrating. A win. Mm. So it, the last person he wanted to talk to was six foot two. Six foot two Barry Moore. Would I? <laughs> <laughs> I've actually met Paul O'Connell like three times. I have no stories to say other than like he's really nice. Although you know what actually was happening? He was like uh, sort of getting ushered to leave, and he was like, "No, those people over there want to meet me. Yeah. I'm waiting." I was like, "Oh, legend." Yeah, they're, they're, you can just. Oh, he's a, he is a legend. Um, we should go into the flankers and then number eight. Yeah, Ross, go ahead. I'll, I'll go ahead. Okay. Um, so this, this is a tough give me, one. give me, a, give me a six, and I'll give you a seven. Yeah. Well, the th- the thing is, I actually picked David Wallace. Yeah. There was there was something about David Wallace that he was just like an absolute brick. You could picture him playing in the NFL. Like, um, he was really the only person that really stood out because obviously I have Omani. At number seven, I had to fit, fit these people in, but uh, I also re- I was also a really big fan of uh, Alan Quinlan as well. But uh, uh, I have Dave Wallace as well, 72 caps for Ireland, yeah. 12 tries, two Heineken Cups, the Grand Slam in 2009, two Lions Tours with three starts in the tests. Uh, Dave Wallace was an absolute phenomenal player, yeah. He really was. Was. What, what, what was it about him? Because, like, I was like, like, when we started make when I had to write out this team, I was like, he has to be in it. I don't know what, like, it was. What, well, what I, I think I, I think he was a very good good footballer, as in like he was quite fast. He was big. He got over the try line like twelve tries is quite a lot for uh, for a back rower. So especially one who doesn't play eight because he never played eight. He normally played seven. Yeah. And I was like, look, he, for me, I just thought he was an absolute fantastic. But uh, yeah. always reliable as well. He was eight great. When six. They, he was great. Sorry, he was great when uh, Monster were renowned for the mob as well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In a six, I've actually gone for uh, Sean O'Brien, uh, multiple-time Heineken Cup winner, uh, two Six Nations under his belt, two Lions tours with a test, uh, six tries, 56 caps for Ireland. The Tullow Tank was just such a good ball carrier. 
Uh, I think he really put the the fear into the opposition when he had that ball and he was got going. Um, look, this is actually one of the hardest sort of positions to pick yeah. because you could add Stephen Ferris, you could add Dennis Leamy, you could add Alan Quinlan. Shane Jennings, is, I think, is often forgot about because he played a lot of his career over in Leicester before coming back to Leinster. Very you know, uh, who knows if like Dan Levy was uh you know remained fit and kept playing. Uh, Josh van der Fleer is absolutely fantastic. CJ Stander is brilliant. So all these players are like, it's one of the most competitive positions for Ireland. So there was yeah. so many brilliant players. Yeah, that, that was the one that the, the flankers were, I was a bit like, who will I pick here? Um, mm. Yeah, obviously I said I'd put Peter Manny at seven. There's just, mm. I, I think ever since that photo when he was just like like that, like I know obviously he's had an amazing career, like, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I don't know what really else to say. Uh, in a number eight, Ross, who would you go for? Uh, there was only one choice here. Uh, Jamie Heaslip, look, 95 caps for Ireland, 13 tries, three hiding cups, three Six Nations, a Grand Slam, two Lions tours with five tests, 100 test games in, uh, in World Rugby, nominated for World Rugby Player of the Year two times, guest on the Energy Show. How could you not pick him? Do you remember we had him on the show and then you gave him that intro and you were, it was like, it was like, <laughs> it was like and, 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 and. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 it was actually quite funny because he was like, Jesus, I've never had an introduction like that. I was like, here, look, I had to cut you short as well. <laughs> you did have to cut me short. Uh, yeah. But look, unbelievable. Didn't say, I was called, told people to feck off when he was wearing his white boots. Uh, great ball carrier, great offloader. Uh, just almost underrated even some might say uh, I'd agree with that I'd agree with that the other options I suppose were maybe um, Axel Foley from uh, yeah. Sir Anthony Foley was a, a fantastic player but I I think it's one of those things when when someone does pass away you almost remember them being better than they actually were as opposed to so I think Jamie Heaslip like was just incredible so many great memories with him as well yeah I had uh, Jamie Heaslip today as well and then um, I actually had Axel Fowler written down as well. So uh, the, uh, you're starting eight, if you want to just go over them again. Yeah, uh, I had Keane Healy, Keith Wood, Ty Furlong, James Ryan, Paul O'Connell, Sean O'Brien, David Wallace, Jamie Heaslip. Yeah, I had Keane Healy, Keith Wood, Ty Furlong, Donoko Callan, Paul O'Connell, David Wallace, Peter Manny, Jamie Heaslip. Okay. Nice. So this one, we get into the back stand, Ross. Yeah, this is, this is your territory, Basmo. Okay, well, okay, I'll start. Obviously, uh, we go we go nine and ten. Yeah, uh, the halfbacks. This one was a, was a sort of a, a tricky one because, as I said earlier, I wanted to go with a sort of a partnership, and obviously, it's either like Stringer O'Gara, Murray and Sexton. But so, like, <laughs> I had to I had to go with Murray and Sexton. What they've done the last few years, the partnership they've created. Is uh, like I mean, it's it's really that like made the whole country really, really fall in love with the rugby. I know we haven't been successful in the World Cups, but uh, over the last few years, like it's really, really exploded. Like people have really bought into it more, and it's just I don't really know what to say about them. Uh, who did you who you go for? Oh, I actually went in for Peter Stringer, uh, nine, uh, ninety-eight caps, six tries, two hunting cups, and a six nations grand slam. Peter Sugar never got brought on the Lions for, which I think is absolutely shambolic. But in terms of actually getting the out half quick ball, 
I don't think there was ever anyone better uh, at it than Peter Stringer. He also like developed as his career went on. Like his little dark scene behind uh, what's called in front scrum half, like became notorious. And I was just a massive fan of Peter Stringer. Yes, Murray. Yeah. Murray's almost. Um, he comes in almost as an extra forward because he's so big, and he's like excellent with the box kick. But in terms of style of rugby that I like to watch play. I thought Peter Stringer was absolutely phenomenal. Is that what it comes down to, yeah? Because they are, as you said, they're both very, very different. Oh, very, very different. Both uh, absolutely incredible in their own right. Just for me, I just thought Peter Stringer, like he was always the smallest man on the pitch, but he was very commanding presence. Joe was brilliant as well. And uh, before the matches would start, Peter Stringer was standing between like Malcolm McKelly and Paul O'Connell. And then yeah. the, the, camera, the camera would go like, up there, then drop down, and then go back yeah. up. Make the camera Iconic. do the work. <laughs> Iconic moment, man. Uh, at out half, I still pick Johnny Sexton, though. Uh, 91 caps for Ireland, 814 points, like multiple Heineken Cups. Um, you know, three Six Nations with a Grand Slam, two uh, Lions Tours, one of them was a winning tour, five caps. Uh, he's just so clutch, you know what I mean? I, I was actually sort of joking to Chris the other day, I go, Johnny Sexton's gas because he only plays about 10 or 12 games rugby a year, but like they're all the big games. Yeah. And like he always shows up, he really, really does. I know he had a bad performance against England there most recently in the Six Nations, but look, he's the captain of Ireland now. And also, when I look around O'Gara, he's done some incredible things, but I've also seen him, he played like the worst 10 minutes in like in best match rugby history, I think, when he uh. He was playing for the Lions and he basically got battered and then he also conceded the penalty for South Africa to go and win the Lions tour. So like I was like, right, thanks, Raj. <laughs> Slightly harsh. But like, oh, you, you know what? The best pundit on TV. Yeah, but like if you look at this, Ross, right? Um O'Gara was like chasing Humphreys into the into the spot mm. and then Sexton was chasing O'Gara. There's no one chasing Sexton. Really? No, I think I, I think it's like Humphreys was sort of like an 8-9 character, as in like 8 or 9 out of 10 all the time. And then O'Gara was 9, but like on his day, he could be a 10. As opposed yeah. to Sexton was like a 9.5 to a 10 nearly every day. Yeah. And then, like, I feel like the Ross Burns, the Joey Carberries, uh, they're sort of, Ian Madigan's, they were always like almost ceiling at 8.5 to 9 out of 10 players, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's strange the way, like, um, Johnny Sexton... Now, who knows? They might jump on Ross Byrne and Coke because they're young, but that's why I look at it. It's strange the way like, like Sexton has reached these heights with no one really batting them out for a spot as well, whereas like O'Gara and Humphreys, both, mm. like, they were getting chased down, so they knew they had to bring their, their uh, game to an extra level. Just interesting. Like, the, yeah, oh, definitely when you, is. When you look at it like that. But um, what way do you want to go now? Um, we'll do the centres, so I think. Yeah, centres and then we... Yeah. Yeah, you fire ahead first. Uh, I have the iconic duo that is Gordon Darcy and Brian O'Driscoll. Uh, Gordon Darcy, 82 caps for Ireland, 7 tries. Brian O'Driscoll, 133 caps, 49 tries. Uh, both with three Heineken Cups, two Six Nations, a Grand Slam. Uh, Brian O'Driscoll went on four Lions tours. Four. And then Gordon Darcy went on one. Uh, eight starts on the Lions for Brian O'Driscoll and one for Gordon Darcy. Look, Gordon Darcy has never been more blessed to have a centre outside him than Brian O'Driscoll. But <laughs> Gordon Darcy was actually awarded in 2004 the Six Nations Player of the Tournament. And that was the first time they ever had that award. So, um, you know, 
these two players like complement each other so well. They knew where each other were at all times. Um, they were just phenomenal, especially considering they were like in terms of stature, they were on the slightly smaller side. Yeah, that's, um, what, that's what I wanted to ask you. Like, what when you look at Ruby now, you just think of monsters, like mm, and then like Tulangi yeah. in the center. Yeah, but like, yeah, exactly. And well, then like even Bundiaki for Ireland, you know what I mean, or Chris Farrell, you know what I mean. They're big guys, but these yeah, guys were quite short. They're both under six foot. Yeah, so like, what, what, what did he, what really made made them? Because like, obviously, tackling is huge in the game, and well, both were defensively unbelievable. I think that's what a lot of the things people don't realize, and they both had such low center of gravity that they were excellent at like evading tackles or breaking the gain line. And then obviously, Brian O'Driscoll has the highest rugby IQ of anyone who's ever stepped onto the field. He was an absolute masterclass. He was the most skillful centre the world has ever seen. Uh, everyone's seen him throw the ball over his own head and then go around and catch it. You know what I mean? Like he came up with stuff and told me, yeah, uh, you know, through the leg passes and stuff like that. Like people weren't ready for that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? He he was like uh, as, as the last dance going on. You know what I mean? He was like uh, Michael the Michael Jordan of uh, rugby, and he was just incredible. Yeah, there's been no one like him since. I actually have, t- I picked the same two, and I have stories on both. I remember uh, we went to, we went to the Irish under twenties Six Nations game against France. I think it was, wasn't it? And then uh, yeah. we went to the pub around the corner after, and Gordon Darcy was there, and I was like, I have to say all right to him. And then to totally blank me. I think yeah. I think I think James Ryan was telling them about me, but uh, <laughs> uh, Brian Driscoll obviously worked with News Talk then off the ball and then meeting. Lovely man, you've met him lots of times as well. Like yeah, more like the, the first few times like I saw him, I was just like I, like I was just staring at him. I was like, this is this is the guy. He has like the keys to the castle, the whole entire country, and uh, like I've gotten to talk to him a few times just in private, like uh, and he's just bang on like I always tell the lads bro to just go my mate but like he has no idea what my name is but like I'm sure if he saw me uh, say if I got done for it, got arrested they're, they're after me he'd be like I think I know that guy but <laughs> but uh, anyone else Ross you're throwing there uh, 12 or 13 just, just to push them uh, it, it's almost hard because they were they, they were so good and they were so iconic if you look at all the centres now you have your ring rows Henshaw um, Farrell Aki None of them have really put their stamp on the game uh, just yet. Uh, Kevin Mullins was a great centre back in the day um, for Munster, but not quite to their level, to be honest. Yeah, I think a lot of people were hyping up Henshaw, mm. but then it sort of seems like Ring Rose is probably slightly ahead now. I don't know. Mm. Just just my thoughts. Right, so Ross, we go for the wingers. Am I going? Yeah, or are you going? It. No, you're fine. Uh, oh, I have Tommy Bow, 6'9". I've uh, 69 appearances, 30 tries, uh, two grand or two Six Nations and a Grand Slam, and he's also been on the Lions tour uh, twice. So like, really nice guy, fan of the show as well. So like, <laughs> what more can I say? Uh, look, Tommy Bow was probably Ireland's best finisher. I would say you know it was actually tough. It was, I was like, I was considering Shane Horgan because like Shane Horgan against England was like just like that cross for the kick was like guaranteed try time. Uh, but I went for Tommy Bow. I, I think you know what? when push came to shove and it came down to crunch time, he was one of the most reliable people on the on the pitch to get to Troy. Who who do you have? Yeah, I had Tommy Bow written down as well. Um, mm. and then uh, I had an honourable mentions for uh, Shane Horgan and Dennis Hickey as well. Oh, nice. And who do you have in your other wing? On the other wing, I picked Keith Earls. So did I, man. Did you? Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
there was just there's like him and Tommy Bow are two different people. Obviously, mm-hmm. like Tommy Bow, as you said, like when he got the ball, he saw the line. He was like, he was going for a full stop. But the dog and Keith Earls and the amount of caps he has as well, like he's one of the top five. Uh, he scored. He's in the top five list for most try scores as well. Yeah, he's he's uh, a eighty-four caps. Tied second with Tommy Bow, actually, Ross. Yeah, he's only behind Brian O'Driscoll, and it's a long way to go to get to Brian O'Driscoll. But uh, Keith Earls, incredible, eighty-four caps for Ireland, uh, thirty tries, a Heineken Cup of Six Nations. Uh, uh, obviously Grand Slam as well and uh, been on the Lions tour as well he's absolutely phenomenal player looking at him you wouldn't go that's one of the best wingers Ireland have ever had but he's like deceptively fast uh, he's a great finisher never get, gives up and he's one of the best wingers the country's ever seen yeah it's funny how like, it's like I know in the NFL we can bring it up because it is there is a likeness to both, but like they go for bigger, bigger, stronger, faster. But like sometimes the smaller guy has more. There's more, was it the mm. it's not the dog in the fight, it's the fight in the dog, yeah. And like his never say die attitude is just like that brings him up that extra level. You know what I mean, and he's not like you, you never really hear him doing any interviews or anything, he's like he keeps himself to himself and uh, he does all the hard work. And, and he was missed there the last, the last few games for our own, but um, Ross, fullback. You know what? I really actually wanted to pick Jordan Murphy because Jordan Murphy gave me such pleasure as a kid to watch. He was such a skillful footballer. He really was. And I think maybe he's slightly forgotten about because he played for Leicester. So obviously he didn't sort of give the Irish fans much provincial joy. But the more I looked into it, Rob Kearney is actually the most successful Irish rugby player of all time. 95 caps, 16 tries, one conversion, <laughs> four Heineken four Cups, four Six Nations, two Grand Slams, two Lions Tours, and two caps on the Lions Tour. Like, it doesn't actually get much better than that. Has there ever been a safer pair of hands under a high ball? I'm not too sure. He is phenomenal. You wouldn't mind throwing, throwing your baby out the window and letting him catch him, would you? No, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, absolutely, he's absolutely golden. And like, it's funny to think that uh, even, you know, for 2018, 2019, 2020, like he's still pushing Jordan Larmer, who's possibly Ireland's hottest prospect uh, as a player. Well, I don't know if you can still call him a prospect, but one of Ireland's hottest young talents. And like Rob Carney's still pushing him for that 15 spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, sorry, do you remember? Oh, wake up, wake up. <laughs> so, do you remember we did a pre-Six Nations video I think it was two years yeah. ago a lot of people were like oh Carney shouldn't be there Carney shouldn't be there and then he came mm. in and, and formed unbelievably and everyone's like jeez take that back mm. but uh, yeah just sticking on Carney for a bit Ross what, like what like I know I know you've said a lot of things there but like what about him when you look at him and you're just like how do, how do you think he actually like reached that that those like amazing heights because he's not finished yet I just think positionally he's one of the best fullbacks of all time you know I mean it's very rare he'd be caught out of position uh, so safe under the high ball or under just the regular kickball. Also, brilliant uh, kick and prowess from fullback. Obviously, took the conversion. So, you know what I mean? Like, he, he's accurate. And on top of that, just like he also was, he was very good at coming into the line as well on, on attack as well. So, yeah. I, I just think he just all round, he had it all. Yeah, I think O'Connell, Brian O'Driscoll, and Kearney. 
were almost in a league of their own. But, but and you could add Ty Furlan in there as well. Actually. Yeah, although like in fairness, John Hayes was definitely closer to Ty Furlan, I think, than the loose head props were to Keane Healy. Yeah. If that yeah. makes sense. So, like, uh, you'd almost put Keane Healy in there as well. Yeah. Ross, I know you said you'd pick Paul Connell as captain, but who would you pick as the gaffer? The gaffer? Mm. To be honest, I think I'd pick Joe Schmidt. I think the way he changed the Irish rugby, the landscape uh, over time, I think he was the best coach our Irish rugby we've ever seen. He also led us two victories over the All Blacks, which we've never done before, so... Joe Schmidt's the man for me. Yeah, I'd, go, I'd pick the same. Uh, I'd also go for Paul O'Connell as captain. So, we'll, we'll just go back over the team. Um, I'll go in for Keely. Oh, sorry. Healy, Wood, Furlon, O'Callan, O'Connell, Wallace, O'Madney, Heaslip, then Murray, Sexton, Tommy Bow, Darcy, Brian O'Driscoll, Keith Earls, and Rob Kearney. I think we had only three people different throughout the entire... Squad. So I had the exact same squad, except I had James Drawing instead of John O'Callaghan. I had Sean O'Brien instead of Peter O'Mahony. And I had Peter Stringer instead of Conor Murray. Decent well, team. You know I, I suppose it's good. It shows a consensus on, uh, on you know, the players who have reached without for Ireland. And again, like, if someone wants to come in and say they want to put Rory Best in instead of Keith Wood, I'd say fair enough. If you want to put in Malcolm O'Kelly instead of John O'Callaghan and James Ryan, fair enough. If you want to put in Alan Quinlan instead of Peter O'Mahony and Sean O'Brien, I'm okay with that. Murray, Sexton, O'Gara, uh, sorry, Sexton, O'Gara, Murray, Stringer, pick who you want on the wings. If you want to throw in Hickey or Horgan, go ahead. These are all absolutely incredible players. Who would you say uh, would be the person from Connacht that would be closest again to the team? Because uh, I just know neither of us have a Connacht player in the team. Bundyaki <laughs> <laughs> or Henshaw, yeah. Um, Henshaw, I'm going to call him nah, some nah. Connacht. No, nah, no, nah, we got Bundyaki, I think. Yeah, Bundyaki, but, but uh, again, not close. But uh, that's not to say Connacht haven't had some very good teams over the years. Yeah, well, that's like, uh, people are going to let us know in the comments anyway. But uh, I'm, I'm going to make sure to attach our interviews with Tommy Bow, Andrew Trimble, and Jamie Heesip here on the screen. But uh, this is actually a good crack, Ross. Yeah, it was. It was a great get, as a coach Owen Roddy said the other day, uh, taking a walk down memory lane. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to like. Let us know your, who you changed. And as always, stay energized. Stay energized. Go on, Ronaldo. <laughs>